0: Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, can't get to sleep? I think you're in the right place. Welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. Tonight it's Trending Tuesdays. We make up a story about what's trending on Twitter. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play do the rest. The podcast creates a safe place where you can take your mind off of whatever's running through it and drift off into dreamland. The story I tell distracts you, but as it goes on, it gets a little bit more and more boring. And ideally, the next thing you know, you're waking up for work or school or for life to to live your life a little bit more fuller. That's the goal here. I know it sounds insane, wacky if this is your first time here. You know, if if you're skeptical, by all means be skeptical. Try the podcast out, check our reviews on iTunes. Just give it a shot, see if it works, if it doesn't work. No harm no foul as they say. When the foul is not does not harm you. Um there's no follow. Just go on. I hope I, I hope you find something else that helps you fall asleep. And that's it. We're on the web at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Trending Tuesday episodes are at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash Tuesdays. Or trending. Or maybe both, probably both, and trending Tuesday. So any of those words shouldn't end up at the episode. Oh, boy. And, uh... You can email me feedback. You don't need to email me about being an idiot. I know. Uh, Feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. On Twitter, at Dearest Scooter. Try to post sleep-related articles there at least once a day. You can find the podcast on iTunes. You can listen to it right through our website. Or you can listen to it through any of the fine podcast apps out there. And uh, I don't, again... I know my buddy Virgil likes listening to the podcast on Stitcher. I have a continued to listen to it on Stitcher and the way they re- re-encode the audio. If you're listening to it on Stitcher, you find the podcast on Stitcher. You might want to try listening to it on something else. I think it sounds a little bit better. My opinion. But if it's working for you, why, why am I rocking the boat? Because I'm an idiot, like I said. I'm sorry. Should have just kept my podcast mouth shut. But hey, somebody might be asleep already. So there you go. That's it. Uh, I think that's it. This is trending Tuesday. So what I'm gonna do is hop on Twitter, and I'll be back with a a good night story. So thanks so much for listening. If you tell your family, your friends, whatever, I appreciate that. Good night. Right, I'm back. It's seven, three, fourteen, seven fifteen p.m. So that's July. I was about to say it's July 3rd 2014 7 p.m Pacific daylight time and it's Thursday so now it's trending Tuesday on Thursday from Thursday on Tuesday trending Tuesday tales trending on Twitter on Thursday told on told on Thursday heard on Tuesday trending Twitter tales all right so I looked it up let's see what we got we have a, a sponsored post so we have one Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. And of those, let's see. I don't know. We got a little bit of a crapshoot here. I think we're looking at 50 50. Okay. The sponsored post. Then we have one, I know. Two, I know. Three, don't know watch trending, but it's a vocabulary word. Next two, no idea, not a clue. Next one, I know, famous person. Next one after that is Famous Place. Next one after that, No, Not a Friggin' Clue. And the other one, I know the words, but I don't know why they're trending. So we're going to have some fun tonight, all right? It's July 3rd, and uh, it's the night before 4th of July in uh, in the United States. It's called Independence Day. And uh, it reminds me of... uh, like the night before holidays, like these kind of holidays. Remind me of, um, I mean, this is good because I'm recording this for posterity, right? Because uh, future, we're going to file, maybe we'll file this under a lawsuit, or we'll file this episode under future lawsuits. Because I have a couple, a couple things to talk about tonight that'll probably be someday, somewhere down the line, I'll probably be being sued or I'll be suing someone. So hopefully, like, I'll be suing someone and you guys will be my, not my jury, but you'll pack the courthouse and uh, maybe Mac- Matthew McConaughey, I just watched uh, at work, some uh, The Time to Kill was on and Matthew McConaughey was a lawyer uh, and maybe he'll be my lawyer, like, or somebody like him. It made me think about, like, I, I know people were talking about the reconnaissance like the Matthew McConaughey renaissance. Uh, they were calling it the McConaughey. That's not my word. Uh, but, I mean, I love True Detective. I thought it was awesome. I haven't seen Dallas Buyers Club yet. I did see the Walt Martin, Scorsese, Wolf of Wall Street. I thought he was great in that. I got a feeling I've seen him in something else recently. But uh, Matthew McConaughey, great actor. But the the time between Time to Kill and Now... I don't know. where I'm going to have to track his career and see. I mean, he's had some ups and some downs. I don't know what his personal life has been. He seemed very happy at the Oscars with his personal life. So good for him. Good on him. Why, do, why am I talking about Matthew McConaughey? Oh, lawsuits. So maybe, so if this is a fu- future, this is an episode dedicated to future lawsuits, I guess. A couple of lawsuits you should be aware of that I'm not going to talk about tonight. Uh, you know, when you got when you got to know me. Could be sued any time by the estate of Dear Abby or Scooter Libby. I I don't have anything to take, so if you're working for them and you're you're accumulating evidence, I'm not going to give you any tonight to sue me with. I mean, on purpose. Hopefully I don't do it by accident either, but... uh, Yeah, no no reason to sue me anyway. I don't have anything to take. Anything I did was, uh, you know, satire or whatever fancy word, fair use... So, yeah, you don't need to sue me. Or um, another blog I had, which I haven't talked about for a short time, where I thought I was all witty, was a Spud's McKenzie fan fiction blog. I'll have to look it up and put it in the show notes. But uh, I was trying to learn screenwriting format, and I thought it'd be fun to do little short screenplays of Spud's McKenzie fan fiction. And... Didn't really. There's another thing I didn't really follow through on. I did some. I never did any rewrites, and I don't think they were very good. But that was something I did. So I could be – and I I was so – like this is how I was even – I had the wrong beer because I'm not even sure. I think Spuds drank Bud Light, but he could have drank Miller Light. He, de- I don't, he definitely didn't drink Coors Light. But, uh, so I could be sued by any of those beer companies. But these are lawsuits we're not going to cover tonight. The estates of Spuds McKenzie, uh, his family might sue me too. So any of those people could sue me, but not 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 on my not on my watch list right now. Tonight we're going to talk about a couple possible. Well, we're going to talk about inventions I have or creative ideas. And uh, there's a level of paranoia when you come up with an idea, or, or I guess. I guess the old me had a level of paranoia I'm like oh well, I got this great idea I'm going to hang on to it I'm not following through with it but it's you know oh it's such a great idea and this is going to be the one that makes me some money and I guess I was naive but I was too old well I was too old to be naive so I was just a um, I don't know I don't need to be so hard on myself but so I had a couple ideas that I thought were pretty good and you know A lot of times when you have ideas, you try a lot, well, I guess I'm saying, I'm speaking in generalities, I should just be talking about myself. I keep them to myself because it's embarrassing, you know, if someone just gives you that look, like you pitch them on a, well, what are you you doing, man? Are you uh, writing anymore? I thought you said you want to be a writer. Oh, yeah, I have a website where I write scripts for uh, Spud's McKenzie fan fiction. And then the look they give you, believe me, uh, you you know, if you're on the receiving end of that look, you're gonna have trouble following through on it. Now, maybe if they would have sat me down and said, "Listen, maybe you should invest your," I probably wouldn't have listened to either, and maybe I would have followed through despite them. But that look when you tell someone uh, about a creative idea it can be soul crushing, and you have to you have to learn to embrace your weirdness. Those of you from Austin, keep Austin weird. I think is a a term. Popular in Austin, I agree with it. Uh, so yeah, I didn't follow through on the Spuds Mackenzie fan fiction because someone gave me one of those looks, like you're an idiot, is the look, or that's a terrible idea, would be another look. But so I have, I had these couple other ideas after I had been, you know, had my hopes and dreams crushed. But no one else was doing the crushing. It's really me, a mad you know, because other people aren't gonna, unfortunately. Let me tell you a little secret. To uh, <laughs> I, this is ludicrous that I'm trying to tell you a secret. I, I can't believe I have a podcast that's made to bore people to sleep. I mean, when I give when I, even when I tell people about it, you should see the look they give me. Most of the time, it's a little bit more amused, I maybe mean, because I've developed a little bit of confidence by following through, and because of your wonderful support, all of you. But uh, you still get get a pretty weird look, like, oh, you working on anything? Yeah, uh, I have a podcast made to bore people to sleep. Maybe it's because I laugh, because it's a ridiculous idea. Uh, But before this, a while back, I had these two ideas I kept close to my chest. But at some point, I broke down. Maybe it was under the influence of a couple drinks, or maybe not, but I was like, listen, I got to tell you about this idea. And then... Uh, the other person like shared it, and then I was crushed. I'm like, dude, someone's gonna—that's an like, idea. Someone's gonna want to steal. I don't know if anybody really wants to steal my ideas, or that they're that good. Uh, but that's what the tonight's we're talking about is this, these two ideas, and what what happened with these great ideas, and how they got stolen, and I got um, hosed. So okay, okay. Well, the first idea I had. Was a a holiday. I was going to invent a new holiday, right? Well, and this is this is actually the idea. I didn't. I haven't shared. So this is the first time putting it out there. So all rights reserved or whatever. But this is one I've held close to my chest. But I want to run it. I guess I want to run a guy by you guys. Pretty, pretty, um, pretty not not that great idea. But maybe I could sell it, um, to a beer company because I see a beer company. I'm not going to indulge it, the sponsored post tonight on Twitter, because it's a beer company saying uh, celebrating Independence Eve, which is tonight. So they're trying to invent a holiday, or maybe someone pitched them. And my my idea was a p- idea to pitch to a beer company, and it's called All Husbands Eve. Now, if you're a wife or a mother of a male, that you, you might not want to, you might this night. It's going to seem like a pretty bad idea. And it probably is because I'm coming up with it. But if you're a beer company and you have billions of dollars, listen up. Because uh, you can't steal this idea now. So there. Or, or, all right, take your team of holiday scientists and go elsewhere until you have a big check for me. But so uh, the holiday I came up with is All Husband's Eve. It would be the night before Father's Day. And you don't have to be a father to celebrate all husband's eve. You just have to be a husband. And it's one night husbands get to go out. And they can't do, well, don't worry, they can't do whatever they want. It's just like a guy's night out. Beer companies love this crap, you know? They could, I mean, again, we could probably, to calm all, assuage all fears. You know, no strip clubs. It's not a bachelor party situation. It's more of a fake... Um, nostalgia, recover lost youth, that never existed situation, All Husbands Eve, where all husbands go out. And they're like, yeah, we're husbands. We're husbands and we're celebrating All Husbands Eve. It, you know, in the beer, they clink the beer bottles together. This is the ad I'm pitching you. And I could probably, I'm not Don Draper, man. I could come up with it. But All Husbands Eve, it writes, the shit writes itself, all right? So that's one idea I've had. And then now the downside is if you're also going to be celebrating Father's Day and you get ripped, you're going to be hungover for Father's Day. But that's all right. We'll we'll just start Father's Day. Father's Day and Mother's Day are a little bit different. Mother's Day starts with brunch. Father's Day starts with lunch. All right, just lunch. So no brunch for Father's Day because most fathers, not all, Gonna be out could be out celebrating all husband's eve and we you know we can come up with plenty of stuff for it and you might be saying that's stupid why uh one yeah you, know, you don't want to be hung over for father's day you're probably right right i mean i know I, I'm, I'm i'm a person that uh has been hung over when it shouldn't have been two you might be like well what a husband you know Husbands don't do anything. Why should they get a, an evening? Don't worry. We could call it All Wives Eve. We'll call it something else. Um, but that's my idea too. So hold on. But, you're, you know, women, you're more intelligent than men. You're not going to buy into the crap. If I told you about All Women's Eve, you'd be like, first of all, that sounds like some feminine product I don't want to have anything to do with because it came up, came up. A man came up with it, which you're right. Secondly, you got better stuff to do than bathe in false nostalgia, okay? Guys, we're not that bright. I I mean, first thing I'm going to do is bathe. You know, you could tell me, oh, that's not going to be fulfilling at all. Wait, you got a tub full of false nostalgia? I'm going to jump right in. Oh, well, it's boiling. It's going to burn you. Oh, that's fine. Wait, and it's uh, not really there. It's really about a tub of nails. Oh, but you said it's a tub of false nostalgia, right? I'm going to get right in there. Oh, good God. This is uh, terribly painful and unfulfilling, but I love it. That's that's how we we work. And guys, don't get mad at me like, oh, you're throwing us under the bus. I'm trying to get you a holiday, bro. All right? All oh, Husband's Eve. Think of the fun you're going to have. You and your boys out celebrating the good old days, tossing back some cold ones eating some chicken wings and some pizza, waitresses in uh, short shorts, walking by you and looking over their shoulder and saying, hey, you still got it, man, because it's all Husband's Eve. And while I'm just going to walk by you, I'm looking over my shoulder at you because you're a husband and it's all Husband's Eve. Tonight we toast. Right? So... Everybody wins, except for the except for the wives that got to deal with the husbands that overdo it. So yeah, I guess this is all Husband's Eve idea isn't totally. Um, it might be half-assed. You might be right, but it's my idea. It's been one I've been keeping to myself. It's a secret I'm sharing with you, because of the pain in my heart. Pain in my heart from this other idea that uh, got leaked and. I feel like now it's too late. The ship has sailed on it, and I'm going to tell you about it. Okay. So I so I had this idea, right, and I've been keeping it to myself because I think it's a pretty. I thought it was a pretty good idea. This is probably ten years ago, maybe maybe eight years ago, and uh, I'm pretty sure it was around the time that uh, Carmelo Anthony, who's in the news right now, he was on Syracuse for one year, Syracuse University basketball. I know I got some Qes fans in the audience. Our buddy Shannon. But so uh my brother was in town visiting. He uh lives in Philly normally, so shout out to any Philly people. But he was visiting and we were talking about we we're talking about Syracuse won the national championship. So we were riding high, and I don't know, I guess I was feeling vulnerable. And uh I mean well, maybe it wasn't around that time, it was uh I remember we were joking about uh uh there will be blood was out the movie there will be blood um daniel day-lewis is a star i think paul thomas anderson made the movie good movie intense movie and uh we, we were, it was when the uh, there was like a, i don't know it was a meme but uh, there's this scene in the movie where uh, daniel day-lewis talks about drinking another man's milkshake and it's really funny. I'll post a, um, a uh, what do you call it? A clip, YouTube clip in the video. So we were joking about that, and it was like, me and my brother, and then my other brother who lives in San Francisco. We we're all hanging out. we were joking around, having yucks. And I was like, uh, I don't, I don't know what it was. It was like the uh, the laughter and the joy, and probably we were drink. I was drinking probably it loosened my lips. And we were talking about ideas. And I said, listen, I got this idea. I've been keeping it on the down low. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a home run. And uh, it's a Goonies make Goonies into a musical. All right. If you're listening to me, you're nodding. Goonies into a musical. And I think this was like right before Spider-Man was made into a musical. Now it's like a you know, it makes sense. I, but this was like, at least in my mind, I thought I was like this precursor and I was brilliant. I mean, it turns out I'm wrong. I'm, I mean, I'm not, but I, I still think Goonies would make a good musical. And, and yeah, and it's like a, a little bit, I don't know what the right word is. Like, it's a little bit of a, I love Goonies, one of my favorite movies of all time. So I'd be like, well, it's a little bit of a crass commercialization of it, but you get the right people to work on it. Like uh I don't know, that's my dog. I don't know if she agreed. But you get the people behind maybe Frozen or something else. Uh the guys, the South Park guys, Book of Mormon. You could probably make a pretty good Goonies musical if you if you're if if you get really good Goonies fans behind it. But so I tell my brother I'm like Goonies musical, right? And I start saying, you know, yeah, think about it. It's got all the elements. It's got you know, the opening, and they could be singing about the mud flats or wherever they lived, which I should remember. Oh, the Goondocks, the Goondocks, And uh, you got Bran, and, and I, of course I didn't know I was going to tell the story tonight, so I don't, I'm not set up, I know. You got Chunk, you got Mouth, you got uh, the, the guy that was Sean Aston. I don't even remember his character's name. It'll come to me, Mikey. His name's Mikey and you got data of course and i mean you could have a song in the beginning give a, a song about the fratellis i think that was the bad guys a lot first act you got a pretty solid first act there with the goondocks and their normal life and the fact that they're going to be separated and then you have a little bit of a love story and then you actually have a b love story with martha plimpton and mouth and you have, like, the mother and the whole thing. And then they go on this adventure. And they go, you know, they discover the map. And then you, could, you could probably get a lot of songs in there. I, I don't know. I'm not a songwriter. I've written, I've attempted to write a musical. Failed at it. Again, we talked about this once. I wrote a musical about uh, Hans Zimmer Gorebelli. Called uh Alsmart was what I was calling it. And he... Takes Princess Diana, Dodi Fayad, JFK souls. He has a machine. He puts him in some workers at a Al Mart, which is a similar to a Walmart. This was like 15 years ago. I was working on this. And then, you know, it ends with Dodi doesn't work here anymore. Like Dodi is the, uh, rises up for workers' rights, but he has to face off against Princess Di and the ultimate... Again, I'm a crazy person. What's this Goonies musical? seems like I'd want to see it. I probably would pay to see a Goonies musical as long as it wasn't like the Spider-Man that didn't work out so high. But you get the right people behind it. So the next thing you know, there's like uh, me and my brothers are having this really good time. And the next thing you know, we're in a, a car. Next thing you know, we're in a car. We're on our way to Tahoe. We got a designated driver. and We're driving to Tahoe. Middle of the night. And I'm still in the car, I'm pitching the Goonies movie, I'm making up songs, and I'm singing, like, Chunk, and I'm singing a pizza song, and I'm making up the Truffle sh- I mean, the Truffle Shuffle's definitely, like, one of those songs that's just kind of in the middle for, like, a comic relief. I think in Les Mis, there's the... Uh, I don't know what she's called, uh, but she has she's a scene she's a show stealer. She's I think she's like a cleaning innkeeper, or something. I can't remember. I don't know. I'm terrible at this. But so we're driving to Tahoe, and I'm still like in the zone, and we're 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 kind of all nighter, and uh, next thing you know, we're at the state line, and we're going in these casinos on the state line of, the line of California Nevada. And I'm kind of making a fool of myself, and I'm hitting on these cocktail waitresses, and this one tells me I'm undateable. And I say, well, you know, if I'm so undateable, you know, why did I come up with this idea of the Goonies musical? And they were, Goonies, Goonies. And then I get up on the bar, and I'm like, down here, it's my, our time. Up there, it's their time. You know, the whole speech. Uh, I don't even know any more than that, you know, but I, I know that part, like down here it's our time, out there it's their time, and if we're gonna do something together, we're gonna do a Gonies musical, ah, uh, and they get thrown out, but you know, that undateable thing really stung, and then I'm like, uh, we, we crash in this hotel room, and I get up the next day, and we go to a, a brunch, and uh, I'm like, oh boy, we're, we're eating this brunch, all you can eat, and I'm it's like uh, I'm eating half breakfast, half lunch, and I'm like, why? Why do we drive to Tahoe anyway? My brother, Carl, that I've talked about before, he's like, oh, my buddy's a DJ, uh, he's doing this, this show, and I'm, I'm like, you don't even, we don't like dancing. And he goes, well, he told us we needed to come, and uh, he's like, I really want to come, and you guys seem like game, so it was like, I figured we'd go. And I'm like, what? I go, well, I'm not into the dancing type stuff. He's like, oh, don't worry. It's going to be fun. It's later on tonight. He's like, you know, you guys will take a nap. I'm like, well, what is it called? And he's like, it's called uh, BBC QT, I think. It's... Like, I'm like, what? BBC QT? What is that? Is that some sort of channel where they sell stuff? And he's like, I don't know what it means. He goes, I think it's like, you know, it's like a rave type situation. And I'm like, whoa, man, okay, well, all right. And I forget that uh, but you know, the, the sting of the night before. And we go and we jump in the lake and it's ice cold and it washes away the feelings from the night before. And we go, you know, we check out Tahoe. Beautiful, beautiful place, beautiful place. And uh, next thing I know, display my reluctance. We're we're getting ready to go to this rave thing, BBC QT, which it turns out stands and it and it's like uh it stands for and this is like 2020 Vision or whatever. It's like a this things like like big bash for comedy on the QT. It's not even a rave. We get there, and I guess there's a rave, or there's like DJs and there's dancing, but in between there's like comedy acts. Bash for comedy on the QT, something like that, or I think it was Bobby Brown's comedy on the QT, is there any other BBs that are famous, BB King, but he wouldn't do that, Barbara Bradford, I don't know, but it was this comedy festival, and uh, I was much more comfortable because I know I wouldn't have to do any raving, which... I'm, I'm, you know, not important. Let's keep moving on. So, uh, you know, we get separated. There's like different. It's like inside this like giant convention center, and it's pretty fun. Like there's different theme comedies. There's like different rooms with different comedians, and it's dark. It's like a party atmosphere, and it's not like set performance. Like you go in a room and someone's doing a set, and it could be like could be any kind of comic. And you could go into a small room and there's like Gallagher there busting up a watermelon. And then you're in the hall and it's like even interactive. I don't know how many people they had working there or whatever. And again, I've said, you know, I I, uh, I have a drinking problem. I had a drinking problem in the past and this was one of the times in the past I don't drink any more. We'll we can talk about that another time. But uh, so I'm pretty getting pretty loaded, right? And uh, probably not the best idea. And, uh, again, I, uh, that's probably why I can't remember who the BB is. But uh, I think they were, like, have these votes of, like, because it's trying to get uh, amateur comics a chance to, uh... now, oddly enough, and I, I hate to go down Controversy Road, but I remember I kept something from it. It had a list of sponsors and Hobby Lobby that was involved in this whole Supreme Court nonsense, and I don't want to get involved in it. Was one of the sponsors, and uh, which was weird, but I think like maybe because of the lo- like the local business, I don't know if it's like where it's located. But at one point there was like this guy, and he was eating um, model airplanes, and lighting them on fire, and is like. And it was weird, like a lot of weird comedy too. But so at one point, like I'm I'm like it's getting towards the end of the night or the late and I think they were like voting on the best uh comic and I'm kinda of wandering around, which I'm loath to do, and all of a sudden I hear like this chant like B B sixteen, B B sixteen and uh I think I can't again, I don't know. I think it was like they were down to it's like they're down to like they're voting people off or something. I think maybe BB-16 meant like you were kicked off. I don't know what 16 – maybe they were saying BB-86. So they like boo this guy up and then they're like, Devin is H-O-H, Devin is H-O-H. And I think that was the comic com, comic like head of the house maybe? I don't know. Head of uh, – Head of uh, – uh, 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 H O H, I don't know. Hitting on hitting on high notes, maybe. So this guy, Devin, gets up there and he's like, What? And he's like, doing, he starts doing this comedy. He's really, he's good. And he's like, I, I just met the craziest guy and he was doing this thing in the bathroom, this routine. And I, I'm going to give my set over to him because I think he's like this guy. I've never heard of him. I don't know Devin was like a, an amateur comic, but he was obviously, I'm, I don't know if he had a stage name or, I mean, but he was probably famous now. And he's like, uh, he's like, how you got to call you? He's like, I'll call this guy up on stage. And they call him my brother, okay? My other brother, whose name I'm not going to say because I don't want to embarrass him. But they call him up on stage. He's naked. And he's like, naked comic, yo. And, And I'm like, oh, boy, he's. And uh, he starts doing this routine about shopping naked. And he was like, it was actually, if he wasn't naked, it would probably have been funnier. I mean, it was pretty funny because he was naked. And, I mean, it was late at night, so everybody was pretty open to this madness. And uh, uh, But it stalled out. It started out funny like, "Oh, I don't know, I'm not a comedian. He wasn't a comedian either, but he must have been. Maybe he took some pills that made him funnier. But was like, oh, yeah, he was walking to Seven Eleven, you know, there's jokes about beef jerky or whatever. I don't know. But he's, he's cracking wise. But all of a sudden, he loses the audience, and it's like dead. And then the last thing you want to be is on stage when people are young, And I can see people are starting to go, BB-16, which means he's going to get kicked off. And you don't want to be on stage And lose the audience and be naked. Like, if you're going to be naked on stage, you really have to. I mean, you got to be a presence and you got to keep the audience with you because as soon as they start, I mean, you don't want them analyzing your nudity. Anyone, I mean, I don't care how comfortable you are with your body. You don't want to be in a room full of strangers and not, and then have them, the only thing they can look at is your, I mean, the male body, as has been said by, Countless millions of people is not exactly a work of art most of the time. So, yeah, uh, he loses the audience. And you can tell he's like, oh, great, uh-oh, and the baby's succeeding. And then the the son of a gun, I'm sorry, I'm trying try not to swear like a lunatic, starts talking about the Goonies musical like it was his idea. And then he goes and he starts doing, you know, the travel shuffle. A, and he does the whole he does the whole Chunk song that I sang, you know, when Chunk confesses to everything, and then he's sad, and then oh, and then he runs through the rest of the movie and the finale, because there's like a song, a couple songs with uh, Mikey, you know, he would be the, uh, he would have like a lot of the good numbers, and you know, a song that I made up, you know, which I sub subsequently forgot about One Eyed Willie. I mean, which we could address in another time, but everybody's eating it up, and I'm like, I'm like in disbelief. I'm like, dude, you just blew! That was like my ticket to f- stardom and and uh, Broadway. I mean, I don't really actually. I love. I like musicals. I love. Um, I used to go to one. I lived in New York City for a time, and I uh, would go to one musical uh, every few months. And I like musicals, but, you know, that would have been breaking And I don't think I'd stayed on Broadway because I'm not talented at, but I was talented. This was, so this was my one big break. I thought, I thought at the time, and maybe it could have been, but then I wouldn't be here with you guys. So worked out for the best, but, uh, you know, people are cracking up and I'm enraged and then I got to drive back with this clown and he's like, yeah, can you believe it? people will love it? I mean, he won the award for top uh, comedian, amateur comedian. But I think maybe, I don't know. And, and I couldn't even look at him. And then he's like, well, I can't believe they were loving that. And he's like, the whole ride home, it's like two and a half, three hours from Tahoe to San Fran. He's talking about how our idea, like me and his idea for Goonies. And he's like, Oh yeah, and I'm like, you, dude. That was my idea, not you, not ours, not yours. That was mine. That was like my, you know, that was my retirement idea, Goonies musical. So, that that kind of crushed me. And then I was like, and on top of that, I got called undateable on that one. Okay, so then we get back from the ride home, and I see Corey Feldman on the news, in Tahoe. Ends up he was at the show. And he's talking about how he bought the rights to the musical from like Spielberg or Zemeckis or whoever. And he's gonna he's bringing this musical to Broadway. And *Beguinees* musical. And so, it hasn't happened yet. But and I don't have any money to hire a lawyer. And I don't think I would have a shot, even with McConaughey as my lawyer, I'd be toast. But so, yeah, so totally blew my idea out of the water. That was my retirement idea. And uh, so I'd like to sue uh, Corey Feldman for, but he hasn't released it, the the thing. I'm not even sure if he still has the rights. I'm sure someone, I mean, has the rights now. I mean, if you're listening, you know, you don't got to come in for much, but... You know, I just like to help out and make sure this Goonies musical is uh, what people like me would want to see. Now, there's been—I know there's actually there's a movie coming out similar to Goonies, with a little um, robot, like ET, Goonies type movie. I don't know the name of it. If you uh, liked Goonies, the movie I would recommend is Super Eight. Wow, I mean that brought me right back to Goonies. Uh, You might think, huh, that's strange, but yeah, go ahead and watch it. It'll remind you of Goonies and the good parts of Goonies. But there weren't any bad parts about Goonies, so... If you haven't seen Goonies, do yourself a favor and see that. Uh, But yeah, so I'm waiting to see what happens with this Goonies musical. I haven't Googled it or anything. I mean, I'd like to. And if you guys are lawyers or um, musical experts. Maybe I could like what would I what if I came out with the Goosicle? Like how how much how much leverage would I have if I was like uh you know we're from the goose docs and hi I'm uh data instead of data and uh ch- chunk 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 I could be chunk I could be chub I could be chub. It's pretty offensive though. Even chunk and data were offensive I think. But there are nicknames, face or mouth. Mouth could be face, but face was on the A-team. So it could be, um, uh, lips or something. No. I don't know. But maybe we could talk about this more, because the Goonies musical is uh, something I hope to see someday. And I hope you're asleep, because, I, I mean, this is total nonsense, but hope you're asleep. You know, I don't know. I guess you learned a little bit more about me, unfortunately. I, uh... I hadn't planned on sharing that. Otherwise, I would have been more prepared with Goonie's musical stuff. And uh, so I guess maybe, yeah, even if someone was listening, they'd be like giving me that look again, like, eh, Goonie's musical, huh? Yeah, that's a great idea. Or they'd be like, yeah, someone already thought of that that's smarter than you, and the way you would do it, it's terrible. But someone with knowledge of musicals is going to do a good job, unlike you. So yeah, I guess yeah. I'm still not. I'm still yeah. I'm great, but yeah. Get sleep. Get some sleep. Dream of Goonies. The good parts. Uh. It, why do I keep saying that? They're all good. I mean, the positive parts. The, the speech. Down here, it's our time. Right now, it's your time to go to sleep. Good night. Thanks.